Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Catching Up with the Nerds with Dave. Oh my God, I'm stealing your intro, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Just going to start here. pointing in random directions. <laughs> yeah. Hi. No, I know. Great start Hi. of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Sarah down there somewhere. Uh, who's back with us, as somebody would say. And, well, not new here, but James is back also with us from How to Game Differently. Look at, that. Look at that. I've got my own uh, Sinister 4, I guess. Well, I'm going to say Sinister 6, but you know, we need yeah. another two for that. Well, the Happy New Year, everyone. So we're a crossover now, and Happy yeah, New Year. Over. Happy New Year yes, to Happy all of New you. Year. 2022, let's see what we, uh, you know, what's in store for that one, because the last couple of <laughs> years have been so fucking magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> let's keep it going. Uh, good. How are we all doing? Good. Life. Very good. 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 Looking I, forward I still, to it. I still feel like I'm in 2021. It, it doesn't feel like a new year yet because it's just the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not registered yet. Me neither. I don't it, it's when you start having to write down the new um, the new date on everything. That's when you start like, oh, crap, I'm in the new year now. Yeah, I sent <laughs> yeah. an email and I went 2021 and I still, you know, need to get, get on with it. Right. What are we here for, guys? You know. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Get it going. I don't care about the <laughs> copyright claims. Keep saying it. <laughs> right. Um, you may have seen with the episode title, we are here to talk about Spider-Man. Was it No Way Home? I was going to say no Far From yes. No Way Home, which is the third and not final, um, hopefully not final. Uh, what's his face again? Not Peter Parker. I was going to call him Peter Parker. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Yes. Um, part of the trilogy the tom holland's trilogy we call it um so we all went to see it uh, not together we all, well Social not together is important exactly we are safe that way uh and so we are about to go through the film the plot discuss what we liked, what we didn't like um obviously it's a non-spoiler free zone so if you're listening now it's either because you've watched the film or you just don't care uh, and you just want to get it spoiled so that's fair enough you've been warned and i am going to say let's get right into it so what i'm going to do um, is go through the film the, the the talking points i guess or the the, the things that matter or almost everything every single point that, that happened in the movie i've break it down in four parts and at the end of each part we will stop and discuss Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. So, opening titles, Marvel in red. Let's not go into that much details. This is the reason why you brought Sarah along, wasn't it? Just to do the tunes and stuff. We haven't got the budget for the music, so bring Sarah along. I've got I've got my lawyers ready to uh that what tune, so it's fine. You can get away with it. Actually, you're right. Yeah, different tones, different tune, different everything. So that's fine. You can can go. Right. So the movie literally picks up, it starts where we stopped at the end of Far From Home, which is when the horrible man, JJ, or Jameson or whatever, reveals the true identity of Spider-Man. And obviously, oh, guess who it is? It's Peter Parker. So identity is revealed. Everybody freaks out. You've got this big thing going on where people are like, well, he's a hero. He's a horrible man. Cool. 
Um, this gets obviously Peter Parker and all of his friends into trouble. And he gets obviously um, attacked from all angles, from every different angles. He even gets arrested by what the FBI or CIA, I can't remember, one of the two, doesn't matter, some guys, um, and gets in trouble, which is where we get to see the introduction of Daredevil, which is Sarah's favorite. Was it Charlie Cox, right? That's his real name. Yeah, well, um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I think I love the way he was introduced. Like, there was yes. no big like editing reveal, no big musical cue or build there. up of the legs and arms or whatever. It was just he sat down on the chair like he's always been there. Like, right, I'm here. Here we go. And it was great. I love how it was handled. <laughs> he had that one scene and it just worked. It was great. Yeah. So obviously, everyone who's in the vicinity of Peter Parker gets um, absolutely destroyed by this. Uh, there's nowhere to hide and one of the consequences of this is as they're all students you know uh, they're meant to go into university or oh, is it university in the US? Yeah. university MIT uh, college for all this stuff college <laughs> um, and they're all trying to get into MIT which doesn't work out because hey you're friends of Peter Parker so get lost uh, that seems to be the breaking point the turning point for uh, Tom Holland sorry Peter Parker and he decides to go and pay a little visit to the other guy in there, Doctor Strange, and ask for his help. Uh, funny scene all around there as well in the uh, the sanctum. Uh, it's a bunch of stuff where you realize Doctor Strange is no longer the uh, the big guy. He's now been demoted because on the technicality he wasn't there, so he's had to give up his uh, seat of power. So I guess Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange says, "Oh, you know, I can get you to disappear. You know, we can get everyone to forget about you." And Peter Parker's like, yeah, that sounds sweet. So they start the spell, and then obviously he, Peter Parker realizes that, well, oh, again, everyone is going to forget about me, and he starts adding more and more people to that list of, wait, they should remember. <sighs> Leading to Doctor Strange messing up the whole thing, but he manages to grab the spell, put it in another box, you know, or he thinks it's safe now. But it isn't because now the gates of the multiverse are wide open. End of part one. Wow. Wow. It's, it's, like, it's like being there all over again, Tom. Thank you. I was going to say, I feel <laughs> like I was in the You're summer. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, what do you, that, it's funny because all of that happened within what, the first 20 minutes of the film, half an hour, yeah, maybe? Yeah, I, I was quite Even surprised less. how much they crammed in at the beginning. Mm. It's like you see it all in the trailers of all those mm-hmm. clips, and obviously, like I say, the big reveal for Daredevil was quite well. It would have been a surprise for me if I hadn't been blooming spoiled everything. <laughs> <laughs> little, little side note: if you try to hide away from news and stuff, keep away from like YouTube Shorts and yeah. all that type yes. of stuff because there's no yeah. way of filtering that. That could just pop up and you get so yeah. much spoils. So watch out yeah. for that. Yeah, I had to literally like t- um, on Twitter mute every version of Spider Man. So Spider Man, one word, Spider hyphen Man, hashtag Spider Man, hashtag Spider Hyphen Man. Just like I did everything just in case. <laughs> That's a lot of things do. It's treacherous. I-, I think YouTube thumbnails are like the worst mm-hmm. place as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big yeah, time. Those thumbnails can get you without. Like I stayed, I stayed away from any social media for about two or three days before we went to see it so i think from the moment i booked i was very careful with you know looking at anything that was marvel related um what was 
let's start with Sarah. What was your favorite bit? I think I think yours was Daredevil, right? Was that I did, I, like I said, I did love how Daredevil was handled. I mean, part of me wished we saw more of him, but at the same time, he would have completely overshadowed everything else that goes on later in the movie. But I do think that just him plopping on the chair like he's always been there was brilliant. Um, it was kind of how, like, you know, how Hawkeye and Black Widow, who just turn up in the other movies, was kind of handled. Like, he's always been there, like, part of the furniture, and I loved it. Um, and I loved the, just a little bit where he caught the rock. Um, and then obviously says, how do you do that? I'm a good lawyer. And that was all we needed. And that was brilliant. And obviously, um, no, I'm not going to, we, we, we had a similar um, reveal in Hawkeye. I'll just leave it at that in case people haven't seen Hawkeye. That kind of, um, that was really nicely handled as well. Yeah. Um, and I also quite like, as of, I think part and parts of the story are based on the infamous comic book story, One More Day from Spider-Man, where... Peter, um, Peter loses um, well, Aunt May's hurt and he goes to Doctor Strange trying to find a cure and it, it winds mm-hmm. up like getting right changed and whatnot um, but I quite like how it's more of a mundane reason he went to Doctor Strange like obviously he's, he cares about his friends and it makes sense you know if you're a controversial figure it would affect the people around you I like how it's it was an emotional pull that got him to there um, and more of a you know like I said intimate reason that he went to Doctor Strange for help rather than something really big and big massive from the very start I thought that was a really nice sort of turn you really did feel for him and these friends because obviously they did nothing wrong it's Mysterio mm. from the previous movie who screwed them all over but I thought that was a really nice sort of hook into the first 20 minutes and as you know you guys the other guys said it was paced quite well and the trailer really only talks about the first third of the movie and there's a lot mm. that doesn't actually get revealed which is really nice I thought it was really well yeah. done didn't you find it a bit <laughs> strange that um that Dr. Strange's reaction when Peter Parker says, oh, can you erase me from everyone's memories? And he was like, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's do yeah. it. That's, do that's you- what I was going to say, something that um, stood out to me as maybe yeah. uh, just, I don't, I don't know. It's not really a dislike. It's more sort of far-fetched. Like they, he says it and then um, Doctor Strange says no. And then, um, uh, what's his name? Wong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they talk about how, how they've used the spell before for less, right? Yeah. And then the Wong just agrees. Yeah, yeah. And then Wong just agrees and jumps into his tele, um, into his um, little portal, and bounces. And I was just a bit like, ah, that's too easy <laughs> for what they're trying to achieve here. I get that it has to happen, but yeah, that discussion just wasn't. It didn't go the way I think it would actually go. What, what's interesting with it is it's different to the trailer, because mm, in the yeah. trailer Wong says, "Don't cast that spell," and like mm. you said, mm. he. Was actually like, well, yeah, why shouldn't we do it? Kind of thing. I know um, from like this has kind of gone through a lot of forums and stuff, but the, the the whole thought process of why Doctor Strange went with it is because this is the most powerful Doctor Strange has ever been because he's just defeated Thanos. There's no other sorcerer that we're aware of that is as mm-hmm. strong as Doctor Strange. So it's like, well, why not? Why not throw around some spells and magic? Because I'm the Sorcerer Supreme, even though he isn't, because like previous mentioned, um, Wong technically is. Was that? I, I, I think that was a brilliant scene. I thought that was he's just great. I love Wong. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad that he keeps popping up in all these films yeah. and scenes. Mm. He's, he's awesome. But um, yeah, like I say, that seems to be the, the 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 thought process that as he's the big, most powerful being on Earth, technically, he feels like he can do the spell for him. And yeah, and obviously he's probably digging into a bit of his own like childhood 
because he was always known to be great and being this fantastic doctor before his hands got hurt and stuff. So he doesn't want to ruin that reputation for Peter, who he's obviously been semi-close to as well. Mm. But, but they did go. save the world together, right? Yeah. <clears throat> he says. So it's quite... Now, I just thought, I just thought he's the whole... Like his body language and, and his demeanor was a bit different from how mm. Doctor Strange would kind of interact with everyone else. Because that kind of the last big movie we've seen it like so Doctor Strange was Endgame. Um, actually, not even Endgame. It's not really all that much in there, right? It's just like a couple of scenes really in there. If you think about it, it's not all because that because he pleasant. was snapped, wasn't he? Yeah. In, yeah. Infinity War is the one when he's in there and he's he's fairly cautious all the time and he's always looking stressed out or whatever. Mm. That one is like, gives a, gives a shit about anything. Like to, mm. you know, it's almost like a YOLO Doctor Strange. Like I just want to, just want to mm. have fun and party and do magic tricks almost. Mm. Um, right. Any, anything else from there? From that? From that little opening? Maybe something you dislike? Something you want to? I like. Um, that was my um, my dislike on the lesser side. Uh, I quite liked um, how they sort of created a human situation out of what was actually happening so when spider-man jumps down and they're like to mj are you his girlfriend da, 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 da. they want to ask him mm. all the questions he scoops her up um they start flying we know she doesn't like flying it makes her feel sick but when he's standing they're both standing on top of the bridge and he just starts talking to himself and he's like oh no no, no. what am i gonna do da, 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 da. And then she's just like, hello, like I'm on top of a bridge. <laughs> I've never stood yeah. on a place like this. Like I get that you're Spider-Man and you know that if you fell, you could just do a couple flips and web yourself to safety. I don't feel secure up here. It's very windy. And that, that I, I kind of liked that touch. I did also like the, um, the scene where they're back at the house and it's behind closed door. You hear them going like, no, no, don't take that off. And obviously... <laughs> the audio sounds like it's a sex scene and then aren't they and they'll see happy walk in and they think it's what's going to happen and it's all one shot going from the bedroom all the way around the house then trying yeah. to hold the window i thought that one shot take was really good uh, yeah. uh, it made me laugh with that um happy was crying because they broke up <laughs> 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 all those things made me laugh i don't know someone yeah. else's misery um yeah and then uh just last thing on this section um ned just telling everything when he met the um the cop, the investigator, the way they were, he was like, oh, I guess I'm not supposed to say anything. The cop's like, yeah, no, nah, don't say anything. Let's get him some food, guys. Let's let's. And he just I'll plies, tell you everything. Plies his ego, yeah. Okay, in the chair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, let's 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 move on to part two. When you botched that spell, where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider Man. So we pick up <laughs> where everything's messed up. And uh, so try and solve the issue of the MIT issue. Uh, Peter Parker's realizing that the guy from MIT is now going back um, to Boston. MIT is in Boston, right? Boston, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so Massachusetts. She's, she's on her way. Massachusetts, yeah. Uh, she's on her way back to the airport. So he's going to try to, you know, go and talk to her and uh, get to that lovely bridge where you know, gets to talk to her and Tony, boom, stuff happened. And Dr. Otto Octavius, Octavius I can't say it's where his name, uh, pops out of nowhere and just starts fighting with Peter Parker, uh, with Spider-Man, so not Peter Parker anymore, with Spider-Man. 
Uh, there's an awesome fighting scene where, um, well, Octavius will just remember, like, realize that he's not the Peter Parker he knows. Um, and that also is quite cool, that little thing that he does where he manages to incorporate um, Spider-Man's costume into his own the tentacles, arms, mm. nanotech thing going yeah. on. I thought that was pretty sweet to see him, like, getting the, the um, red and blue colors, Spider-Man colors into his, his arms. Arms? Or oh, whatever. Um, so I thought that was quite cool. Uh, they managed to, you know, get a good fight in there uh, be, before Spider-Man takes the, the best of him. And then, boom, Green Goblin comes out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, shh, it just got real. Uh, just as about, they're about to get it going as well, Doctor Strange goes magic circle and brings back uh, Dr. Octavius and Peter Parker into the sanctum. And he goes, hey, look, special cages. Let's get them all back in here. So already in there is Lizard, Lizard. who I think yeah. nobody really cares about. And that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just those. It's yeah, it's just Lizard and Doc Ock. Yeah. yeah, not even Sandman is not in there yet. It's coming up later. Um, so at that stage, you know, there's a bunch of argument and a bunch of talking and uh, Doctor Strange said, uh, you know, you've got, okay, you, you got your girlfriend, you got your best friend here, you guys um, need to go and find and capture the other guys that may have broken through the multiverse, uh, namely Electro, who's Jamie Foxx, um, Sandman, who I can't remember the, the actor's name, but he is in there, and Green Goblin. So the last three, get those five guys in there, and the plan is to send them back to their own timelines. We'll pause it here, end of part two, which was fairly quick. Anything in there? I, I'm going to go with my favorite part, which is obviously the easiest one, the fight between uh, Octopus and Spider-Man, which I thought was both really well done and funny. Um, you know, it's the, it's the usual thing of having a car falling off the bridge mm. and Spider-Man getting, you know, getting that car back, saving the person in there, you know, the usual. Um, yeah. I think that's about it for that part. I don't know. I've got, uh, th this is where I was like, oh, there's a lot of people in, the, in when I went to see it in the cinema that were literally losing their shit when they saw um, Dr. Well, what's his name? Otto. Otto Octavius. Otto yeah. Octavius. I kind of say. So literally losing their shit when he came, like when he got on the screen, I was like, wait, you didn't watch the trailer like that's the one we all knew he was mm. in there i mean he did interviews literally so i don't know if there's some of those guys that were with me in the audience literally stayed off social media mm. for the last six months and you, didn't watch any trailers are they watching trailers? in that case respect because mm. i don't know how you do it mm. but yeah it was, that was a weird moment for me i was like huh <laughs> you, you guys didn't know okay fine um yeah that was it for me who wants to go next who wants to well, I got sad when you said that no one cares about Lizard. I mean, admittedly, he's not the best villain Come out of the lot, but I like the actor. <laughs> Reese Siphons is a good actor. Yes. It's a shame, though, he'd seem like he'd be... I thought at one point, I didn't recognise his accent. I thought they got someone else to do it at one point because he didn't sound like him. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end, when he changed back to human, they purposely cut the camera away. And I thought, what, did they actually get someone else? But um, they must have used old screens, green screens footage for him. But, mm. um, but it's a shame he was done off screen and he has obviously had the least amount of dialogue, which is a shame. Um, 
but yeah, I like you. I really like the Doc Hart fight. It was great seeing him. I remember I actually saw an interview with Tom Holland on Hot Wings. I don't know if any of you see Hot Wings. It's a mm-hmm. basically an interview show where they eat um, really chicken spicy wings. chicken wings. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, but Tom Holland shared a little factoid where apparently when he acted for Doc Hart back then, he had like four puppeteers controlling his arms, but nowadays it's done in CGI. So he was finding the actor found it really weird. That he had more physicality in this film the fact that you know obviously had no yeah, people following right. him around so that was kind yeah. of on my mind when i was watching the sink how because he kind of like you know destroys like this bridge and he has like and i like that and when spider-man has his arms and then doc Hall goes we got some competition that's sort of nice little line mm-hmm. um yeah and uh, again like the movement when he takes control of the arms i thought that was really clever um mm-hmm. and so i only saw amazing spider-man like literally the few days before i saw these the the no way home because i knew but we, i heard rumors of it coming so i saw both of them back to back so electro and lizard were quite fresh in my head but i did like lizard uh, even though he's no, sorry, not lizard electro even though his character art his characterization is completely different from mm. america um, spider-man amazing spider-man too mm-hmm. um but i assume they did it on purpose to kind of like distance from that because obviously the arc was handled very poorly mm. um but also I heard in a factoid that Jamie Foxx apparently agreed to come back if they redesigned the character and yeah. with the yellow, more comic um, accurate thing, which I thought was quite a nice detail. It did look yeah. a lot better in this film than the blue. But I mean, oh, the yeah. blue was terrible, but it didn't look like finished. Hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, they, they, they've done that with a lot of these characters, like really try to bring them to the comic book style. Um, which we know we'll talk a bit about with Green Goblin a bit later, but um, yeah, no, J- Jamie Fox like he, he helped with the design, from my own knowledge, and um, he with the direction as well. And he was just like, "Please don't make me blue, whatever <laughs> you do." Even though they did at the very start, which I which I liked the fact that they brought that in and they gave him a reason why he wasn't blue, which was it was a different power mm. source in this universe, and he was really intrigued by it. Um, yeah, no, the, uh, go, going back to what you guys were saying, the Duck Up fight was just brilliant. I thought that was just absolutely fantastic. And I love the fact that he still was in that moment from <clears throat> Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. of, well, where, where's my own machine? What have you done to mm-hmm. it? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he's lost, he's confused. And I know that's like the kind of the vibe for all the villains that they're lost and confused in this world. And I, w- I was a little bit surprised about how he'd handled meeting this peter parker of like he just stopped fighting like i don't know if that would be doc Ock's way i would have thought he would have still continued fighting instead of just analyzing because he's using that rage from the film that that yeah. seemed a little bit odd to me in a way um but i did like the fact that you know peter parker figures out a way to win the fight and the big thing there was when he managed to save the woman from um, the, the college, I can't remember the name of it now, but um, she actually turns around and says, you, you are a hero. And that's like the big realisation of like, well, yeah, he is a hero. He clearly is a hero. And just these acts of heroism shows that and everything. So it's a good like visualisation that, you know, there's no doubt he is a hero. Um, and also just like kind of going off what you were saying, Sarah, about like uh, for Reese, um, I, I have a theory that both Reese and the other guys, um, Thomas Hayden Church, who plays Sandman, hmm. I think they were off doing other films. So they could only send their voices over 
So hence why Thomas being Sandman was just pretty much Sandman all the time. It wasn't yeah. really showing his face until the end. Same with Reese. That's 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 my theory on that side of things. But um, yeah, no, I think all around that was such a cool fight, and you know, disappointing. Couldn't see a bit more of Green Goblin at that point, but obviously he does stuff later, which <laughs> yeah, we'll go on a bit later. Yeah, it's because it's a weird cut. Like when when um, yeah. Doctor Strange comes in, it's like, wait, mm. hang on, yeah, you know. I, I, I just like. sorry for the Green Goblin bit. I, when he comes to Aunt, Aunt May, he's doing this part, isn't it? Was the next part? Next part. Next part. Next, sorry. Sorry. Next part. Don't jump. I'll again. say yeah. sorry. I, I'll say <laughs> Um, I knew. I mean, something that I thought was good from that section was I knew that um Green Goblin. Uh, was going to be in it. I knew that um, yeah. Doc Doc was going to be in it. I knew that Electro was going to be in it. I didn't know that Sandman was going to be in it. So when Same. he pops up next to Spider-Man, I was just like, oh, like I knew, obviously you can see Electro there. You're just like, oh yeah, he's going to have to fight him and tackle him like he did before in the past and whatever. But having Sandman there and then having them actually fight together, I thought was a really, um, a really cool moment as well. Um, because I it's just true. was not expecting it. I didn't expect to see him, and I didn't expect that to happen. That fight, that fight was pretty cool as well. Um, the, the the visual effects, I think, more than more than the fight. That's what uh, with Electro. It had to be, yeah. You know, uh, that was pretty special when you see him floating over that that um, electrical mm. lines there. It's just, and he whoa. shoots the thing at him anyway, and just ends up teleporting a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. And then when Ned goes, "Is that a magic tree? Is he going to a person?" <laughs> Yeah, Which is funny moments. if he ever meets Groot, right? Yeah. I wonder if they'll <laughs> come back to that moment. <laughs> you know they, they will. Have to, they you have to they use will. that reference, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, you actually brought up a good point there, David, about the whole um, Sandman situation helping Spider-Man, because I did wonder how they're going to place uh, Sandman as a, a villain, because he was like a goodie at the end Stop. of Spider-Man 3. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, he helps. So I liked how the started off as a goodie and then he was like you know who are you you're not my spider-man and then he's really confused and he he kind of has his own arc of well i'm just gonna care about myself i don't really care about anyone else in this scenario so i thought that was a good twist and how to make him more of a villain though not a villain yeah yeah it was nice that all the different villains had different motivations like some wanted to stay and some wanted to get back it kind of any great tension within that group so you Mm. know as well as Spider-Man with the villains themselves. It was nice. Well, you know what? It's a great segue into part three. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. What happened to those guys? You know, basically where uh, after talking with every, each and single, every single one of them, um, as they're going back or as they're brought into the Sanctum, uh, they all realized that, well, they went through the multiverse. They went through, well, they landed there just as they were about to die in their own universe, which is why all of them have a different reaction or, you know, uh, Dark Hawk saying, oh, where's my machine? Well, because just before he died, that was, that, that's what took him down into the yeah. river. I think that's how yeah. he, yeah. he drowns, yeah. right? Yeah, because he um, was um, he he gets his mind back and he's trying to save everyone. So he's the one that actually pulls yes. it down into the water. That's it. That's it. Um, you've got Electro, who's obviously it's, it had this weird um, 
yeah, this this moment where he's coming back to life, basically, when he's jumping into this the other universe, and he's like, well, he's under an electrical form, and it's him. That's how I understood it. Was how it's him rebuilding himself from electricity, from energy, mm. kind of thing, because he was dying. That's how he dies. I think if I remember he, well, he gets over. Um, he gets exposed yeah, to yeah, the, yeah, overlocked. Yeah, quite quite a little um, thing they've added into it is that whenever Electro appears and is he is Electro, they add in the dubstep music that they had mm. in uh, Amazing Spider-Man really? 2, like his theme, they included it ever yeah. so slightly in the background, which I thought was really cool. They've done that multiple times, I think, throughout the film where there's, there's one character and there's a little bit of a theme in the background yeah. you have to pay attention to it. Um, yeah, the um, I think that if you look at the credits, it had multiple different composers referring to the other movies. But go back to what you're saying, Tom, because the only one who didn't die was Lizard. Lizard gets thrown in prison. Um, I don't know whether no. that was just a poorly... Lizard oh. dies. No, oh, he, no, no, he, no he's, he's right. in prison. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. He because yeah, he gets turned back into a human, and also Sandman doesn't die. Yeah, so I, I don't mm. know whether that was just a poorly written line, or whether it was just kind of fumbled, or it hinted that they die eventually. But yeah, Lizard didn't Maybe. die. He's thrown in prison, but he's, he's never mentioned in the second movie. But in the first movie, he is. In prison <laughs> or maybe it's just for the main characters the main villains because i think again like lizard and sandman compared to green goblin and electro they may be less yeah. important in the entire storyline you know like if, if you ask people who spider-man be fighting for the last six seven eight movies hmm. you'll get the electro you'll get green goblin but chances are nobody's going to say well sandman was cool no you know he was there in the film but <laughs> so it's it's almost like you know I, you're, you're you know you got fixed already. Sad you got, villain. Sad villains, yeah, exactly. <laughs> sad villains. Um, let, let me resume where we were. Um, so cool. They had a discussion they realized they were for the important ones about to die or just dead, and then got moved, transferred to the other universe. You, you're gonna get so much hate comments. I love Sandman. Oh, Where you are bring about? them. Bring them. <laughs> on social media catching up with the nerds because um so to the point where dr strange rather coldly says cool cool story let's send them back they've got nothing to do here don't care if they die off you fuck so they go they begin to the argument and peter parker is obviously being the nice one in there and says look why don't we try and fix them cure them from their horrible powers evilness and then send them back. Maybe they'll send them back and they won't die because they're cool and nice. Okay. And then Dr. Strange is like, nah, nah, nah. that's just not going to work. So as um, they're about to, again, um, send, send those guys back, Peter Parker goes, well, I'm going to steal that cube, the magical cube with a spell in it. Um, follows a, a nice little fight scene between Dr. Strange and Spider-Man. I think with a lot of special effects and a lot of Mm-hmm. spinning wall spinning holes and shit <laughs> uh, which was cool um dr strange gets trapped traps trapped into the mirror dimension which is also fun uh and i think it's Aunt main that takes all of the villains back to her flat to her apartment just to, to happy's uh, apartment. Ha- ha- yeah happy's apartment happy happy and may to just go and say hey there you go secret flat let's go um so he, I think Peter Parker at that point just works on a bunch of fixes for the, the villains and, uh, well, gets Doc Ock all better with a new uh, microchip, which is 
Funny enough, you know, he must have got from the COVID vaccine out of there, boom, <laughs> straight into the brain, changed that DNA, changed everything, and now he's a good guy. And got 5G. Uh, yeah, he's got 5G, everything's connected, mm-hmm. he's cool. Mm-hmm. Get in there. Now they're working on Spotify. the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live streaming into my mad. I can stream. Oh my God, I've got Netflix. Um, and then I think they f- do they fix Lizard and Sandman? No, then Lizard stays in the don't? car. Oh, Lizard is in the car. Yeah, yes. stays in the truck. He's in the back of the truck. Uh, Sandman's, um, I can't remember if he's there. That Sandman, he kind of just says, oh, I want to see my daughter. I don't really, I just want to get back. Um, yeah. He gives Electro a thing on his chest to try and absorb the electricity, yes, and he didn't like that. Countdown. And then he so starts. Countdown on Electro's chest, like Iron Man. Yeah. And then he starts mm-hmm. doing a serum for the Goblin. Um, the goblin. And then, that, and that's yes. when he gets the Spidey sense. Exactly, which is that awesome scene, also. Yeah, with the Spidey sense, which I, th- I believe is the first time we actually see it on screen. Uh, the Spidey sense. Yeah. Going. Um, green, they, uh, they kept calling it um, the Peter Tingle or something Peter like that Tingle. beforehand. But it was the hair raising. That's the only thing you could see. And that was the first time that you actually see the the, the blurred vision thing. Mm. Yeah. That's that, not the actually. first time we see it though. We see it no. when um, on the bridge. I think we see it uh, uh, with both maybe. villains. I didn't pay when, attention to that. I, th- I thought you was just him going up. And then when, I, I, I thought. Um, I thought. Sorry, I thought the first time we see it is. Um, Far from home when he's on London Bridge, because that's what how he wins. Maybe. Because he taps into it, um, knowing where the drones are. So I think maybe, maybe yeah. I, th- I think the, the the way it's represented though, it's more like him looking away in the middle of a con- like mid conversation or his his air, yeah zoning his, out like the, all the hair going up and stuff like I, I don't know if that's the first time you see the blurred thing like because which is a bit uh, like yeah. you're seeing. Uh, Spider-Verse, the animated one, like you mm. see it kind of represented with stuff coming out. Um, anyway, just a little point. Going back to the, the plot. Um, yes, he's about to cure Green Goblin and Green Goblin so, you know, just goes, psych! I wasn't in it all along. I'm gonna, I want to be out of here. Uh, you're weak. And then fight, fight, fight. Uh, Electro, Sandman and Lizard run away or they then like you said Doc already gone. Doc Ock goes away uh and then there's another fight where at the end of it um green goblin just injures aunt may and she spoilers dies and then there's that little bit of a uh, bit of a scene when she goes you know with great power or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and then she dies so this is where, where we end part three. <laughs> uh, obviously, my daughter Emily cried when Aunt May died there, uh, which was actually a lot sadder than I expected. I, di- I didn't see it coming, to be honest. Like, I didn't see, I thought it would keep her going for that film. But then again, if it's the end of the Tom Holland trilogy, get rid of Aunt May as well, uh, which is a bit cold. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, no, not her. She's. I actually like her as a Aunt May. She's really cool. Um, and they had the whole thing going on with Happy, and that, that, was, that was I thought that was always a funny little backstory there. But then when she dies, I was like, nah, nah, nah I, I don't want to cry in front of other people. So I just uh, emotionally detached myself from the movie, and I went, I'm a cold-blooded <laughs> bastard. And I did not cry. True story. Um so that's kind of what my, my favorite bit from there. Um, James, what was yours? Anything Green that Goblin. stood out? Green, Green Goblin. Goblin all the way. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, I think he may have missed out a bit about Green Goblin actually beforehand. Mm. So he has the whole di- So he's in the uh, alleyway having that dilemma with the mask. Sure, like, go for it. Yeah, me. dilemma with the mask, smashes mm. it, runs off, thinks he's um, uh, with Osborne, back being Osborne, and then meets up with Aunt May, Aunt May yeah. then goes and meets all the other villains, and he's just so desperate to, like, you know, help me, help me, I, I, I'm a lost soul, save me kind of thing. And obviously Green Goblin's somewhere behind tampering with everything. Um, but yeah, it's just Green Goblin as a whole. That That was my Green Goblin. Like, I, as a kid, I, I watched the first Spider-Man like hundreds and hundreds of times. I thought mm. it was a very cool Green Goblin, but that is a redemption for Green Goblin. Just the madness, the strength, and the um, tetra, um <laughs> the just backstabbing and everything he he's there for, and the laugh was fantastic. Yeah. You know, because um, he's kind of like the Joker for the MCU in a way. Yes. So bringing him like that just was fantastic, though. The, the only thing I was a little bit confused about was he's obviously making some kind of serum that doesn't do anything to him. But was it that it does nothing to him completely and it's just like green smoke? Or did it enhance his abilities? Because he seemed a lot stronger than he was in the first film. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Like, when did he become so powerful? Like, we mm. forget. We often forget that Spider Man's as strong as is it eight or ten people that a spider sized yeah, so, human yeah, would be. Like yeah. So for Goblin to all of a sudden sudden be stronger than Spider Man, I was just like, he's throwing him around like he's Rhino or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, it was I, weird to me. But what what I got from it is that Spider Man doesn't want to kill him. He's just trying to subdue him and and obviously hold pull pulling it. You know, holding back his punches whereas obviously green goblin is like no i'm want to kill you i want to make you suffer um i mean maybe i'm misreading it but i thought the serum was like you know because he does do the second serum in there before maybe he needed both doses to be cured but um mm. what i liked about that was um i don't know if you agree tom but the um the cat the canteen that they're when aunt may and um Green Goblin are in. It very much reminded me of the canteen as in the video game. They looked very yes. much like the same homeless buildings. Yes. I don't know if that was proper, like, you know, properties. And I like the throwaway line where Green Goblin is saying, like, there's no obstacle in this universe. And I thought that was a really nice way of just saying, like, we're not going to call, like, shoehorn in later. It doesn't yeah. exist in this world. And I thought it was very simple. And obviously, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're um, the head of his massive company and suddenly you go to another universe and it doesn't exist, that would kind of shake you up a little bit, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Because there's no Harry, so he's lost his son mm. all over mm. again in a way. Um, mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I thought that was good because it was like a real, truly broken man, which mm. again adds the Green Goblin of like, well, I've got nothing to lose now, have we? Mm. Kind of mm. motivation. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the redemption part of of the character was very interesting to me because I the, I've rewatched the the old Spider Man's also before going in, and I was like, yeah, like as the acting part of it obviously it's very well done but like as a villain himself like green goblin i was like yeah the the, the movie version of him is like nah. um but now in that version like the even crazier version of green goblin the one that has nothing to lose the one that wants to fully mm. take over mm. um it, uh, he actually scared me a little bit more and i was like okay that's yeah. a legit villain right there like he's he he could literally destroy all of the other guys the other villains easily dispatch them and then be the only one on the block but he's yeah he's actually 
up there like he and like you say he's he's also the joker of the of the mcu <laughs> even more so in this one i felt yeah. yeah which is the interesting thing like if he scaled all the villains up against each other technically green goblin's actually the weakest mm-hmm. out of them all but because he's got that insanity like the joker because again joker's really weak he's just a regular human being um but that insanity the the, the way he thinks and acts that's what you know gives him the extra um extra boost um but yeah and i did like the whole what happened with doc hock like kind of bring him back to well actually at, at the end of spider-man 2 you know he, he's back to being normal he's happy you know he, he's pleased he's happy he wants to help um and then he gets zapped he, he sacrifices himself. he he Oh, oh, yeah, in the movie. So I was sort of thinking in, in Spider-Man 2, he sacrifices himself, doesn't yeah, he, yeah, to bury yeah. the sun. So it stays true <laughs> to the character. But yeah, it, it just seemed a bit weird to me that he just suddenly decided to leave um, the scene. Yeah. And But he comes back yeah. later, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From memory, he gets like straight up attacked by Electro because Electro is always yeah. like, mm. I don't know if I want to lose my powers and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I think Sam was, was very much like, well, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> kind of thing. And then I, I have a theory that Lizard Man was in cahoots with green Coblin that they that's had some how, kind of how I understood it watching it some kind of psyche because i think he had because i think lizards do have like an extra sense and he knew something was going to happen so i think he even has a line of like ah now it's my time kind mm. of thing and mm. that's when he rips out runs up and then yeah. beats up spider-man as well I, I agree with you that's how i saw it that's how i understood it as i was watching it like I was like, they these two are working together, or maybe yeah. not explicitly, but at least there's that thing in in the background that is going on where they, like you said, maybe lizards have that sense where they can go up and and read the situation differently and see what benefits them. But yeah, well, they are both scientists themselves. Well, yes, yes, maybe that's what. <laughs> yeah, I like how you closer into the camera scientists. to put that. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a meme. Get it? I know. <laughs> Um, oh, Dave. What, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, just one last thing about Green Goblin that they actually brought his comic book character outfit in with the hood. And he yeah, actually had yeah, a strap yeah. with the bombs in and everything. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So, um, yeah, I think we, this is the moment where two, um, two of the main threads that continue through the rest of the film um, appear. One of them you already mentioned, which is Aunt May telling him. Um, with great power comes great responsibility, the Spider-Man motto that we all know and love. Um, but there's also, this is where they introduce that whole dynamic of whether powers are a blessing or a curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's that, um, is it Goblin that makes that speech that says- um, Yeah, I think he does, yeah. That, um, yeah, when he comes out from, um, from Osborne and basically says, why would I want to get rid of this these abilities like they make me better not um they make me stronger not weaker type of thing um and then that obviously triggers something in electro's head like why would i want to get rid of these powers when i'm in this new place where i can get this new energy um which fixed his hair and its teeth and everything um (laughs) and uh and then the conversation that aunt may has with him which ends with her saying with great power comes great responsibility that almost like he had questioned his own abilities and whether they were a good thing or not. And he's seeing what happens when you have abilities, what happens to the people around you when you have abilities. Um, And she 
reassures him that no 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 it's not like having abilities having powers does enhance you it does make you better um it's just that you have to you have to know what you're doing with it you have to know what you're doing with it and that that's what carries uh him on and the rest of them on through the rest of the the film yeah definitely and, and it's, it's interesting because like that moment is like the first time peter loses someone due to yep. his powers or from a villain like that, that's his first major loss because we know uncle ben has Amen. died at some Amen. point Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Fair point. Iron Man. Yeah, I was meaning like a kind of like direct family kind of mm-hmm. like um, friends kind of thing. But no, you've got a good point actually about the Iron Man side of things as well. But um, yeah, no, it's. it's I, I I wish I didn't know that happened. Amazing, because because I so I went with my dad and he he was next to me and I could tell he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the face i was like oh, i know this is going to happen why yeah yeah it's, I, it's... I lost my dad on new year's eve and i watched this on new year's eve uh it was like the five-year anniversary and yeah i was it would it made me think a lot it made me think a lot about um what she said at feast and what she said to spider-man before mm-hmm. um before he decides that he wants to help them like he said, some, she said something along the lines of, um, "What, like, what do you stand for, or something like that?" And um, yeah, um, yeah, it made me think on a personal level about my own loss in that moment. It was, it, it was. Um, it, uh, that's why I, I like about on May, like the way she's portrayed. Like, there's always something. She every time she's in the scene, it's not for nothing. If you know what I mean, like she she always brings something as a character. Like she always brings Spider-Man or Peter Parker something. Um, I thought that's why I was I was very surprised that, and again, not so surprised because again, the end of Tom Holland's trilogy, but like surprised but not so surprised that they would let her go like that. It's quite surprising. But again, over those three movies is the evolution of Peter Parker as a as human. Like the first one is him as a kid, a child, you know, um, very much yeah. self-centered. The second one is like, oh. You know, we are away on holiday, but like a young adult. And then the third one, this one is like him assuming his responsibilities and who he is and growing up from that. So I thought that was quite interesting that they went. And it, it is interesting that this is, like you said, James, his first uh, personal loss because we're used mm. to that happening in the first film. Whatever the first yeah. film yeah. of the trilogy, whatever sequel, um, whatever <laughs> they had with Amazing Spider Man normally that happens at the beginning yeah. uh and then aunt may might die somewhere later on but having yeah having her be the first loss is uh that we see at least yeah is an interesting um mm. an interesting dynamic does she die in either the comics or or the movies so usually it's only uncle ben that we see uh, uh, no, she, she she's died plenty of times like most characters yeah. and then brought back somehow and all that type of thing <laughs> the, the, um, it, it, the, the, game, weird set. the game she dies in quite a sad way. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, yeah Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> she haven't played. If, you, if you're on a PS4 or PS5, go get the game. Yeah, yes, yeah, true. She does. She does, yeah. It, it, here's a random one, right? Mm. One of the first introductions of Dr. Octopus. So this is really called cool back to um, Spider-Man 2. Mm. Dr. Octopus has actually got a crush for Aunt May. Yes, yes. 
Which I was interested to see if they would do something with that in this, but they didn't seem to. No, not not with this new fun young Aunt May that we have this (laughs) in this Uh, trilogy. She's she's too fire for him. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) let's move on because in the in the interest of time, um, let's go to part four. Which um, again, there's a lot happening there in the final act. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. Again, the, the whole the whole movie is a roller coaster, but this is where I I fangirl a lot in the last moment. So, uh, well, what do we go? Oh yes, uh, so Enmit dies, sadly dies, and uh, we move on then to the final act, which is when we discover that Ned can open portals because why not? <laughs> you know, other other wizards can have to practice for 25 years, but I think they're trying to get Ned in there's there to a... be the next, to be with, to be with Wong, like to be his apprentice or something. Well, he has, um, he, he has, has the, the pinky knuckle, ring thing. Yeah, yes. the knuckle dust yes. thingy. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so, but, but then again, he said, oh, my grandma says I, I, I've got magic in me or whatever. It's true. So I was like, oh, you guys, oh, you guys are trying to, <laughs> you're pushing it. Um, so he realizes that he can open portals, which is fun. And uh, along with MJ, they decide to uh, try to locate Spider-Man, Peter Parker, because obviously he goes missing, um, you know, being destroyed by the death of Aunt May. And they go, all right, they help him find Peter Parker. And then bang, open this portal when it's this, uh, we are at the end of this alleyway. And then you see a Spider-Man figure at the back of it. And you go, oh, all right, they found him, cool. And then turns around runs towards the the portal and then jumps through and then bang this is when i legit didn't cry again um, <laughs> where it's what's his name um, andrew garfield, garfield. andrew garfield's yeah. spider-man uh and this funny scene where he has to prove to mj that he's actually an actual spider-man and then ned's grandma comes in and starts speaking uh, was it is it thai no What's language? Oh, she, she, she was like, um, "Can you get that cobweb for the?" Yeah, <laughs> the like, so she, so uh, she says stuff for like for like ten minutes, and then he's like, "Can you get that?" It's like, yeah. <laughs> all she said. Um, so yeah, he ends up, you know, running on the ceiling and like doing a bunch of stuff, um, which is yeah, it's it's a uh, it's yeah, it's a great moment with Andrew Garfield. Um, they go, okay, so you got another the one we know. Let's go again, and then bang, open another portal, and walks in Toby Maguire. Uh, at that point, I didn't scream at all in the cinema, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because I totally knew they would be here. And uh, yeah, so you get now that scene where the famous meme was like Spider-Man looking at the other Spider-Man. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and again, funny. We'll get back to that by this funny discussion between all of them, and they're trying to find out where Peter Parker is. He's on the roof. Let's go and meet him. And then you see um, Tom Holland crying and obviously trying to understand what's happening to him and almost going to the dark side where it's like, I'm going to murder everything and everyone. Um, and where you have, again, that very, again, great discussion between the three Spider-Mans. There's a back and forth. And then the other two are like, look, don't do what we did, which is go absolutely crazy and go dark basically you know you don't want to go that, down that route and they managed to pull him out of that vibe and come up with a plan and say look 
let's go and cure those guys. Uh, we'll get them all together in one spot and we'll fight them slash cure them and send them back. So that's the plan. Then uh, <laughs> there's the funny scene where they all get into the lab and uh, there's a bunch of discussions again. We'll get back to that. And they come up with cures for all of them within five minutes, which Easy. is like, yeah. Again, three brilliant minds, three Peter Parker, so that's sure speed things up. But they all go, <laughs> yeah, there, here's one for that guy. Here's another one for this guy. Green Goblin, done. So, you know, they go social media and they go, hey, yo, if you're a villain, beat us on the, uh, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty and uh, we'll fight Caption you. Caption of Liberty. Yeah, right. Yeah. Had the shield on it. She got the shield, which is freaking awesome. Um, is it made out of... No, it's not made out of... Uh, no, it's copper. Definitely copper. It's copper. Could have been. Imagine a massive vibranium shield just covered the whole town. Typical yeah. American stealing from I Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, a waste it let, as well. Let, let, let me sidestep <laughs> and go. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, anyway, so the baddies are there. Um and they all start fighting the three Spider-Mans, which is, again, another awesome scene. Uh, you see them webbing around, swinging and stuff together. Uh, a bunch of funny conversations happen. Um, yeah. What happened yeah. next? Yes. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. <laughs> they tell Andrew Garfield that he's amazing. He's amazing. Really <laughs> yeah, they had to throw that in, didn't they? Um, so Ned gets there, and he opens up the portal for Doctor Strange. I'm just literally, yeah, I'm going... Again, we'll, we'll go back into more details. But Doctor Strange is back and he's like, yo, do you like my impression of Doctor Strange? Because that's literally how I see it in my head. Yo, guys, you guys are mad. Um, you know, what's happening here? Let's clean up. So they get curing. They get stabbing with the little needles and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're all turning back into human forms for Sandman and Lizard. Um, Doc Ark is... Back to normal also, because it's in that great scene with his Peter Parker. Um, the only one that doesn't get fixed in any way, shape, or form is Green Goblin. Uh, and, oh, sorry, jumping, that's the final fight. But there's that great scene also with MJ slipping and falling from the uh, Statue mm. of Liberty, and mm. she's caught by Andrew Garfield to the point where I did not cry again <laughs> when he was like... No, and every so time we say it, Tom, we believe you even more. Yes. I so didn't cry. Yeah. Um, so there's a fight, Green Goblin, with uh, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, slash Spider-Man. Uh, and as our Spider-Man, as we know him for now, is about to kill Green Goblin, Spider-Man 1, or Spider-Man 2, is it? Spider-Man 1 is Tom Holland. It's Tom Holland. Is, yeah. Oh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, so so Spider-Man 2, Maguire. Uh, intervenes and like no 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 you can't kill him. He doesn't uh, say anything. He just gives him a look, which I thought was just great. Just give him a look, which they don't need to talk actually. Um, and what else happens? Yeah, the end basically. They go, hey, no, I mean, Doctor Strange is on top of the. Um, Toby Maguire gets stabbed. He gets stabbed, but it doesn't matter because he's got he's got the powers to regenerate. Or oh, does he? He might bleed out. But okay, let's <laughs> <laughs> go back into his universe and die there. Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> So sorry, MJ. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they inject Green Goblin with 
the cure, he becomes uh, Osborn again, back to normal. To the point where Doctor Strange is now back on top of the, the I was going to say the Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty. As I look, shit's getting crazy. We need to do something because I can't hold him off now. And you can see a bunch of shadows and a bunch of um, evil guys. And I was like, I need to go back at some point and look who those guys are because like there's a bunch I of figures. I think one was Rhino. Yeah, I think one I recognized was Rhino. I didn't recognize the others. I was like, I need to go and, and check it out. But we'll get back to that. One, one of them's uh, Craven. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking they might show Craven because he there's definitely a, there's a guy knew who with Peter a, Parker was. Yeah, there's a there's guy a with a spear. Yeah, and mm. he's the only one I could think of that would have a spear. Mm. Yeah, Aquaman. That's true. <laughs> Him too. Well, funny enough, the actor of Aquaman's meant to be. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> They're all crossing over. They don't care. Um. So, yeah, Doctor Strange wants to shut everything down is like oh my god we can't do it i can't hold them off um we're all about to die cool i was like yes that's awesome this is when they should cut to black and then bang but no they don't and they go peter parker has got a moment of genius and he goes well let's do the spell do it proper everybody will forget about me uh, including my girlfriend including my best friend and there's that bittersweet moment where they have to say goodbye to each other uh, again, didn't cry at all. And even a little bit. Uh, yeah, Parker's like, I will come back and I will find you and I will make my do my best to make sure you remember me. Um, boom, cast a spell. Spell is cast. <sighs> Tired. Um, and everybody goes back for where they came from, which is a great thing. Uh, you know, hey, Brexit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The end was sponsored by uh, Britain first or whatever. It's very political. Like, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't see that coming, right? Uh, send them back. Send them back. Um, so, yeah. Sponsored by Pretty Patel. Pretty Patel. Can you imagine? Sponsored by home of, the Home Office. Um, yeah, so they, are, they all sent back to the, where they came from, to their own universes, and Spider Man just. You know, is now no longer recognized by anyone. Uh, there's a scene a year later, six months later, anyway, a, a while later, where Peter Parker walks in a cafe where MJ and Ned are, you know, having a good time there, um, non-sexually, obviously, and they're just talking to each other. And then he comes in and is like, hi, hi, I'm here for a coffee. So, boom, he decides that, I don't know if he's going to try and reconnect you know trying to work that friendship out went friendship out with them i don't know if there's going to be something there it looks like he's giving up so i'm gonna just gonna grab my coffee and go because coffee is life um and i think that's about it right there's nothing much else that happened after that so he gets the apartment which looks very much like peter yes uh, uh the um mcguire's apartment um and he obviously makes his own suit and swings out Yes, yeah. they, actually, there's one more scene where he goes to Aunt May's grave and Happy is there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and then they're like, oh, you know, what's what we're going to happen? You know, they say, well, we'll carry on her legacy. You know, she may be, she might not be there anymore, but, we, you know, she'll have inspired others to do good. Um, and yes, he goes back to his apartment and he's building, you know, like, he's got himself a new uh, kind of a flashy uh, Spider Man outfit. Um, and he goes back out there and carries on with his Spider-Man duties. Um, do we want to go with a... Yeah, there's one post and credit 
thing with um, Venom. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Brock was in a bar somewhere in Mexico. And as he was about to pay his bills, um, he's obviously completely drunk. Uh, and the guy at the bar is like, hey, can you pay your, your bill? And he goes, gone. Um, Spoilers for Venom too, by the way. Yeah, but exactly. but he leaves a little bit behind. He leaves a little bit of uh, of mess behind there. So introducing Venom into <laughs> that just sounds so wrong how you described it. <laughs> I know. Uncle. You should have seen those toilets. They were disgraceful the, the way you left them. <laughs> that didn't go back into his universe. It stayed right there. Okay. Um, so that's what we see, and then the second post end credit being the trailer for Doctor Strange Two. Uh, yeah. Which I- thought was amazing I, I thought it was weird that it was an actual trailer yeah, like yeah. it was a trailer i was like wait hold on is this a scene or a oh no no trailer okay. didn't they do that with an avengers movie i think like early first phase one of uh, the mcu i think there was the one post and credit was like a trailer for another film apparently the second mm-hmm. amazing spider-man had a trailer for an x-men movie but they don't show that in cinemas um, for DVDs and streaming. They take it out. But I don't think the Marvel has ever done a proper trailer before. I think there might have been one, but I can't can't remember. But the the, the Hawkeye post-credit one was all just a musical number that didn't really point to anything. So I think they're trying to experiment with it a bit more, it seems, this year. We also have to remember it's a Sony film, technically, Mm. the Spider-Man, so maybe they can't show too much. Mm. Mm. Or they just don't know what they're doing. (laughs) I have no idea. Uh, from experience <laughs> um yeah all right what do we like i mean the, the last part four is like whew, there's so much going on. i mean uh i'm just gonna go with obviously the the two or well, spider two spider three showing up um and actually that, uh, that was quite nice that i experienced that with my daughter in the cinema because I, I kept going on about going to see endgame and the audience reaction which was absolutely like we we went mm-hmm. to see it on the day it got released so mm-hmm. hardcore fan with fans were there and when i went to see endgame again with my family it was like three four months later like after it was out and obviously it was dead in the cinema like it was just people that i don't even know where they were there for um so they didn't get to experience the same level of madness i had and mm. going through that one where people were actually absolutely 100 percent hyped and screaming and laughing and you know cheering every time something was happening and mm. knowing what that easter egg refers to that mm. was really nice for my daughter she was like not jealous that she didn't experience it with endgame but like she was always envious like, like oh it sounds awesome you know, they usually you go mm. to the cinema people are reserved and stuff but not in that case so that was that was a good moment where you know the, the two spider-mans rock up and he's like oh my god people going absolutely ape shit um <laughs> I think the other one, what was the other one? Yes, it's that, yeah, like I said, uh, Andrew Garfield catching MJ and mm. <sighs> yeah. uh, I don't want to cry again. Uh, no, I didn't cry. Didn't cry. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um, let's go with um, Dave. What was yours? Like, what, what... Um, I During that fight, at a certain point, I was just kind of like, wow, like they pulled it off. Like they really pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Like when you, um, when you're a fan of this kind of thing, you might watch the cartoons, you might read the comics. Like they continue to pull off things that you only thought you could think of. 
right? You never so, actually thought you would see some of this stuff happen. Um, yeah. But to see Spider-Man from three different generations fighting against three different villains. Um, it, was like, it was almost since the six, just one, missing one member. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, just, just incredible that it's, it exists. Like, it's just cool um, that they're doing this kind of stuff. And um, something that I always say about any Marvel property, whether it's a game or whatever, I like when Marvel gets weird. And yeah. in this um, in this phase, in phase four, we're getting the weird parts of Marvel. Um, and I mean, it was super weird in this film, having people from different universes um, just all together. And, and that was just super awesome to me. I, w- I, went, I think I went back to my, my childhood when the three Spider-Mans are swinging. You know, mm. from the top, and mm. I, went, I went literally for about ten seconds. I went, ah, I'm yeah. five again. Um, <laughs> but again, like you said, that's when the you know they've pulled it off. It's like literally, I I, I forgot everything else that was mm. wrong in the world at that moment. I went, oh my yeah. god, this is the shit. This is mm. this is great. Like you wait all these years to see it on screen, and then bang, there it is, and it yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sarah. Um. Yeah, I think that. Um it's a testament to like when you've been I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't watch um, like I said earlier on I didn't watch Amazing Spider-Man when it first came out I only saw it like a week ago and I think I'm really glad I did because when he called MJ it kind of made that it mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that went wrong with the Amazing Spider-Man duology um but I think it's a testament to not just Andrew Garfield's acting but also what did work like Gwen Stacy death the fact that that scene when he called MJ worked so well and also the fact that the actor was really you know the character was very emotional that he did it and I loved how it was just a really quick throwaway line, but again, it was it was hinted that their lives continued after we stopped watching them. Like yeah. Andrew Garfield's mm-hmm. Spider-Man was saying that he went to a dark place when he lost Gwen Stacy, and um, Toby Maguire's Peter did eventually make it work with MJ, um, mm-hmm. and they did it, and she ended up having a family. And it was just a few quick lines, but it was enough to kind of feel like they're real people that they kept going after we left them. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense, you know, you you don't just stop what you're doing you just keep going and and when you look at all the interviews where they try obviously pretend that they didn't work together I think it's great that they did and they they had obviously had such great chemistry together and they enjoyed working and just like the line of um when obviously they didn't work at first in the battle they had to stop didn't they because obviously the other two Spider-Man are used to only working by themselves and then yeah. obviously Tom Tom Holland was like oh well I was in the Avengers and Toby Maguire's like that's great What's the Avengers? Is that a band? <laughs> again, it's band. like all these things you don't think about it. And then again, they it made sense that Tom Holland was the leader because he's obviously got team experience and he was telling them what to do, even though he was the youngest. And again, just like all of them were just so so worked so well together. And I know there's a lot of like um Twitter um thing about wanting Andrew Garfield back for a third American uh, America yeah, American Spider-Man, God's sake, amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go that far, but I think I would love to see him in like the next Spider-Verse movie, you know, like just seeing his version turn up there and more organically. And I think that'd be great, especially since clearly Andrew Garfield loves Spider-Man and you can clear yeah. that he really wanted this to work and it didn't. And for one reason or another, he got screwed over. Um, if anything, there was a redemption movie for mm. Andrew Garfield, right? Because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I came out of it, I was like, wow, actually, to me, yeah. out of the three, um, was that was my best. favorite. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Not the movies that he's in, but mm. like part of that specific movie that we just seen, that like, I was like, wow, he stole the show for me. Mm. Um, literally, 
the one that made me laugh the most. And like Toby Maguire, though, he looks <laughs> he looks beat up. Like he looks like he's uh, so older. Hasn't been kind. Like he's yeah, he's the oldest. He's one, experienced. Anyway, he's experienced. But, like, I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Even the way he comes in the like in, in the movie, like he comes into the movie, like. He's just wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a t-shirt. He's like, there's a portal behind me. He's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> can you, can you know, is, can you, can you be more normal almost, you know? It's, um, I don't know if it was on purpose that they kept him looking that old and not disheveled, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, I think it's, there's a lot of um, fans said that Peter McGuire is the best Peter Parker, but Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man, so I think that's why they kind of introduced Andrew Garfield with the web suit, and Peter mm. and 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 then Peter Tobey Maguire in the Peter Parker outfit, and then obviously he just showed his outfit afterwards, didn't he? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that was the meant. That's what I've read online. Maybe whether that's true or not, I don't know. But it kind of it's nice how they did it to completely different, yeah. um, and then showed the three different suits later when they're in actually in combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield is the one that had the physicality for it, and then. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm always staying away from the who's the best Spider-Man. I don't know. It's all depends where you're looking for in your Spider-Man. Who is your, you know, one is uh, one is the the I don't know the, the the very nerdy one is Toby Maguire for me, and like the physical one. That's a debate between Garfield and and Harlan because Harlan is a physical beast, also. You know, so he it's more like a the the kitty version of. Spider-Man and so on. It's like the, the 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 nicest out of the three. I don't know. It's weird. weird. Yeah. It depends what you're looking for. Well, Tom Holland had great range in this. Like the death scene mm-hmm. of Aunt May, you really felt his pain and him yeah. wanting to kill the Green Goblin. You could see it in his eyes. And then when he when he decided to give up on MJ, you saw the again. There was a couple of scenes earlier on when he when MJ just talking and. Tom Holland just looks at him like he's completely in love. I mean, you know the actors are actually dating, but still the yeah, fact he's yeah. so... I mean, you have actors who are dating in real life and have no chemistry on screen, but yeah, these two just radiate off it. The fact he just looks at her like she just means everything to him. You just really believe he's in love with her. And the fact that he had to let her go is heartbreaking. The fact that they these movies made this teen romance work so well, I think it's a testament to their acting and the writing. True, true. James, we turn to you. What do you have? So... There's only ever been, so this and only other one moment, I've always had the impression of like, holy shit, anything can happen now. So this film and <laughs> uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, because it was that, because <laughs> it is that moment of, well, yes, anything can happen now. Yeah. You know, it's, and everyone is here yeah. practically, you know. So I thought, yeah. The, the, the floodgates are open and what they can do. Mm-hmm. You know, with them, the Scarlet Witch series, obviously they had a version of um, Quicksilver from uh, um, the Fox um, yep. X-Men. X-Men yeah. yeah, so now, again, anything could happen. You know, you, we've got the new Spider-Man um, Into the Multiverse Part 1 coming out, which, again, could include all three of these Spider-Men or... Yeah, anything could happen. But yeah, just the chemistry of the three of them was just amazing, you know, and so so many references for so many different things, like the joke about um, Toby and his uh, natural web fluid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, does it only come out of his out? <laughs> all, all these things. Yeah. And like, it, it's just brilliant. Like, the, again, like the chemistry and how logical it all was as well because like you guys were saying about the whole um they couldn't work as a team and then they had to 
kind of group huddle and you know and uh Tom Holland is the leader in it, which again makes sense for the film. Um, but yeah, just fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I think that's all I could really say about it, other than what you guys have already mentioned. And again, Green Goblin, just the best villain. Uh, yeah, just out, outstanding. So uh, to wrap this up, not entirely, but just to as a view of the movie, because um, I've re- I've read a bunch of stuff online. People are like, well, the the movie is a bit weird because it's fan fan servicing mm-hmm. the entire way through, which is mm-hmm. fine. Which is what these movies are f- to me. This is what they're for, right? It's like you're there to please the audience, and and it's it's out of a comic book, you know. It's out of a comic environment, so you need to, you know, you you can be creative, but also you have to make sure that you don't lose the audience, and so that's where you have to do fan servicing also a lot in those. A lot of people are arguing that the entire script the entire plot is it's not really a plot so so as much as actually it's just straight up pure fan servicing and it's just like we want the three spider-man in there like doesn't matter how we get them in there ned's now he's got the power to open portals that's how we get them in do you know what i'm saying is that there's a lot of people that are saying oh yeah but it's so I'm different I'm to I'm the comics right they do this all the time in the comics I, yeah, I disagree that this, there is a plot in there. I mean, you could have done mm. the ending without the other Spider-Man in there, but it wouldn't have been mm. as strong. But I would say that, I, I agree. In, I mean, I can see people's point of view where they say, oh, um, the self-indulgent conversations between different Spider-Man went on a bit long. But at the same time, if you didn't have that, if you just had them pop in, give um, Tom Holland a big hug and then sort off again, it would just be like a glorified cameo and people would be like, what's the point in that? You kind of needed those conversations. If you met your alternative self from another universe, of course you would ask a bunch of questions and compare notes. Why wouldn't you? So it made sense that they would like, you know, complain, tell each other about their back issues and ask where their web stuff comes from. It made sense. I mean, and also if you're going to get those actors in the movie, you're not going to waste your money and just get them to take a couple of lines and then go away, right? True. True. Yeah. Yeah. I just just thought it was funny that... um... (laughs) <laughs> because it's again the same argument I have with people online it's like you guys know it's it's comics like yeah there's there's a certain amount of um, things that have to make sense things mm-hmm. that have to be working in reality but at the end of it that there's not there's no need for this you can literally go any which way you want like it doesn't really matter if you're mm-hmm. if the guy just walks out of a portal that somebody's use this magic he didn't know he had before so <laughs> it's like doesn't matter as long as it works yeah. as long as the, the the chemistry between actors is great and everything around it is, is good yeah. and how and, it makes you feel you know and i i don't think that argument in particular stands up just because um we know that the spell has brought people that know that peter parker is spider-man to that mm-hmm. universe so naturally that's going to involve peter parker himself because he knows he is spider-man yeah so that's that's how they're able to do that um so uh, yeah that doesn't necessarily stand the the plot argument is there was a certain point where i was like hmm does this film have a plot and it does it's just quite a weak one like it's a it's a very small spine somewhere deep 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 down inside the film with all this other stuff going on around it um because essentially it's everyone knows who spider-man is how does that affect which is a plot. yeah so it, it, it's a plot from an actual comic because mm. he yeah. um 
uh, I can't remember which one it is, but he it goes one to more Mif- day. Yeah, one more day. He goes to Mephisto, doesn't he? And it was practically the exact same <laughs> scenario where he messes the spell up and all that kind of stuff and screws them over. And yeah, he wanted to, um, yeah, took away the memories, but wanted their marriage. Yes, the first Mephisto is back. Knew it, called it, called it. <laughs> which again was that whole big, which was a big conspiracy theory of like, was it Doctor Strange? Or was it Mephisto? I know. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's not. I don't think they're bringing Mephisto into a lot later. Um, I do think, like I say, that was Doctor Strange just being very, very cocky. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Yes. That's his character, isn't it? So he's, he's got that um, cockiness about it. Yeah. But again, again, and that's that's what I would say to people that are listening is like, you have to remember that this is the beginning of phase four and Marvel is, it's, it's they're playing chess. They're just putting their stuff out there. And then eventually it'll all get together. It all makes sense to why, well, maybe the plot was a bit weak for that one because they needed to introduce something else, like a new concept within this, the, the main storyline of the entire you know, Part what was it? The part four of the MCU, what it's called? Phase um, four. Phase four. So that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it, it will make sense eventually in, in, in the grand scheme of things. We'll look back at this movie and it'll be like, oh my god, so much fun. I mean, that it did what it was meant to be doing for me. It was like I, I was entertained for two and a half hours and I forgot about everything else for two and a half hours, and it was fun for two and a half hours and no crying, of course. Um Let's move mm-hmm. on to what James said we should be doing, which is the conspiracy theories around the movie. Like you've got, you've got some, you've got some stuff for us. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have any because uh, I don't want so I many. To think about it for too long. Go on, hit <laughs> do, me. Do we'll we'll tell you if hour. they make sense or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, so with, first... go with your favorites. All right, so uh, I forgot his name now. Um... Daredevil. No, no, uh, Wong, Ned, Ned, Ned. right, okay, so Ned, Ned, right, so there's a scene where Ned's talking to Toby, and it's all about his best friend turning evil, and he doesn't want to turn evil, so obviously that's going to lead to something, because he doesn't know Peter Parker, so he hasn't had that whole influence of a best friend, so he could have actually been quite a toxic character now, because of being bullied and all that, because they were like the only friends that they had. So he could have a quite a dark character arc now. And Ooh. in the comics, he's the Hobgoblin. So theory, because he's also got magic into it now, that he becomes Hobgoblin because he's seen Green Goblin and thinks, oh, this is an amazing person to image myself because there's no Green Goblin now from what we've sure. got. In a lot of these... Um, Green Goblin storylines, he becomes like a big monster, which we see in um, uh, the Spider-Verse film. That version of Green Goblin is a big monster. So my theory is that they're going, he's going to work with one, gets a spell, and turn himself into a Hobgoblin monster. So he's going to look like what the Green Goblin monster is, but it's Hobgoblin. And that's their twist of bringing, using a goblin, but not the Green Goblin, if that makes sense. God. That's a good one. I, I, I want to buy into it. Hell yeah, I'm buying. I'm there's, there's so many like um, fan art of him being like looking like the Hobgoblin because, like, say he's he turns into that in the car- in the comics. But I, I think to make him more of a villain, make him into a monster, and then Toby, yeah. he, as a, Tom Holland has that whole 
dilemma of do I kill a friend kind mm. of thing. Because you will. Yeah. It's not dilemma. Well, busy. Cool. You, you know, th- there's that. Um, there's the whole Venom thing, obviously, that's mm. leading into the black suit, which we see him wearing some kind of black suit because that's just his suit in reverse, which I thought was quite a good way of bringing it into mm. it. But I, what I found really interesting was at the end of Venom 2, he gets transported into the MCU. And I had, this, this was even before any of the whole reason why these characters are in the film. I kept thinking, like, how the hell did he bring him into it? And it was um, a shout out to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Emergency Awesome, who's a really big like comic mm. book um, mm. YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He pretty much explains it perfectly of that, in the at the end of Venom two, they talk. Venom talks about like they have a shared hive mind throughout the multiverse. So Venom everywhere knows who Tom Holland uh, knows who Peter Parker is. So that's why that Venom is in it. So again, for future films, they could have loads of Venoms just appear, and I think they'll go and do a, a whole. They won't do Carnage because they've already done Carnage and failed massively <laughs> with Venom two. So I think that they will bring in um, anti-venom mm. at some point, yeah. because awesome. he is like the next strong venom, and his whole thing is that his powers kill Peter Parker. So I think that's going to be a big twist on how they're going to do the venom arc. That it's good. I, I don't know who turns into anti-venom. I can't remember the name of the character, but I have a strong feeling that's how they're going to do the whole venom thing. That he gets the black suit. But not for long, and then I think it then goes into some other character to be anti-Venom. I'm I'm, I'm quite excited to see what um, Venom with Marvel under Marvel will do. Because mm. I know the Sony ones. I don't know. I've, I've I've seen the first one. I've not seen the second one just yet. Um, Venom two. Yeah, yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> I I don't think the particular like even the first one. I saw it about two or three times. And every time I'm like, I want to like it, but also I absolutely hate it. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't think it's um, what's his face, Tom. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Tom, Tom Holland. Tom, no, uh, no, no, Tom no, Hardy. Tom Hardy. So Hardy. Yes, yeah. Tom Hardy. He's 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 a great actor. So it's not because of him. I don't know. It's, there's something that just doesn't quite work for me. I think visually, even the, the the way he looks is a bit weird to me. Even though it's very close to what the 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 comic is but i don't know it just doesn't really work i mean the story the story in the first one was a bit ass you know it's like oh yeah that made no sense whatsoever nothing for you to cry at was there tom no there's no i think you need a hero you need a hero a real hero not an anti-hero a real hero oh god no um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no the the first venom was there the second one uh yet to pass a judgment i'll see i'll try to try and get it um out the way at some point um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what sort of treatment like you said what what who are they going to like surely they will get another actor in to be venom or anti-venom i agree that, that could be the way they go they have the opportunity because he was transported back mm-hmm. he can now now that the um the actual substance the symbiote is in the mcu it could be anyone it, it could be, be the anyone. bartender we're oh yeah, that's Mexican a good point, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he is the offspring, and that's what the whole carnage thing is. That he's the offspring of Venom. Um, 
yeah, this uh, toxin, I think, uh, is it toxin? One of the uh, symbiotes? He's like, yeah, he's like top half's red, bottom black, uh, bottom half's black, like the color scheme of him. He's like meant to be the one of the strongest uh, venoms, uh, uh, the symbiote, sorry. Symbiote. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's obviously that. And my, uh, I'll Go have on. to bring it up, because my dad had this whole theory, right? So the, the whole spell, and I, I don't actually agree with this one, but the whole spell is everyone forgets who Peter Parker is. Mm -hmm. his theory is that that travels into the multiverse so all these peter parkers that have now come into the film when they go back into the real world they've been forgotten about so mm -hmm. toby Maguire's is gonna have to deal with mj not knowing him and mm -hmm. then you know um, andrew garfield's not having to deal with um, aunt may not knowing him and all that kind of stuff that links into more films into the future of like they come back for that reason of like you fucked us over, mate. <laughs> you need to solve this problem for us now. Um, which, again, could lead into the new Spider-Verse film. Because the interesting thing on that was none of the Spider-Men uh, the Spider -Man in, of Into the Spider-Verse were actually called Peter Parker. Yeah. The only one that was got killed off. Um, actually, no, sorry, Tell Lie. There was obviously one, wasn't there? Um, one. Yeah. And um, Beaten Down Spider-Man is how I call them. But, um, you know, the rest of them, they're not Spider-Men. They're either like Gwen or yeah. um, their, their child and stuff Miles. like that. So yeah, th there's another reason why they could be brought back into it as well. Yeah. Actually, you mentioned Miles. There's the little bit of um, talk between Spider-Man and Jamie Foxx going, hey, maybe this will be a black Spider-Man. Mm. He's wink, name dropped in the first one. He's yeah, a, he's um, yeah, he's, he's in a uh, deleted scene. Um, yeah. That they name uh, drop him at one point. Hopefully soon. Miles is badass. And Miles. they were saying that, um, what's his name? Childish Gambino. What's his real name? Danny. It's not Don Danny Glover. Glover. Donald Glover. Um, oh, yeah. That his character who pops up in the first one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And makes the, um, the trade in the car park that he could play Miles' uncle. Yeah, he, he is uh, his uncle. Yeah, he's the uncle, so he'd they be... They uh, name drop him, don't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so he, he could be the Prowler. Um, yeah, Prowl. that's, that, Prowl. that's it. And, yeah. and the interesting thing is they talk about him being this little kid, but obviously they've got the time jump now because he could have yeah. not been snapped, had the extra five years, so he could catch up with um, Tom Holland now. Yeah, oh, it's all too exciting. All right, you've, you've had enough of your theories. I think that's more than enough. <laughs> yeah, we could it. go on for another six six hours. Um. Oh, just, uh, just before yeah. we go, sorry. Oh God, you've got I, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. I made one note during the whole film, and I forgot to mention it when we got to that point. But I just have in my notes it says Spidey. Then underneath Spidey, Doctor Strange said, "If they yeah. die, they die." Rocky. Is it the Rocky? Rocky Universe and the <laughs> multiverse are going to combine Imagine. to make one verse. Where Adrian's alive. Adrian. Yeah. Sure. How did it hit first? I, th I thought I was crazy with my conspiracy How did it hit first? Okay, so let's stop it right here. Because <laughs> like, can follow up with. If you want to go and fight Dave online, uh, <laughs> find him on Twitter. You will lose. Talk more about lose. conspiracies another time. <laughs> yes. We'll do a cons conspiracy at some point, but I don't know. 
Um, right, let's wrap this up then because it's been going on for an hour and a half and people have things to do. Um, thank you and have a thank you all guys for having me. And I really enjoyed yeah. talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> as Sarah is dropping off because she needs to run. Um, go and catch her. She's on Twitter as well. I don't remember your Twitter handle, but go and look her up. She does anime stuff. She does books. She does everything you want to watch. Uh, and that's it. That's it. Anyway, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be back some point soon, yeah, for something else uh, or another related to nerd stuff. Again, see my my presentation skills have evolved. Uh, again, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks, Sarah, for coming on, and thanks, James, from How to Game. And Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Um, you can find James oh, yeah, How happy to Game differently on YouTube, on everywhere. Social media is all How to Game differently, right? Uh, Twitter's HD, uh, so HTG differently. Uh, Instagram is how to game at how to game differently, and yeah, how to game differently on YouTube. And go subscribe to his YouTube channel because it's fun. There's a lot of good videos. And Dave, you'll find him also on the Grit and Grime Basketball Podcast, where we talk more crap, but this time about basketball, and it's all relevant. (laughs) Hi. Not a bit of trash talk. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. (laughs)